This city is a dirty, ugly thing. This city is a puzzle, all its parts strangely angled and shifting. The picture it forms gets hazier with every addition, but it still calls out, begging to be solved, threatening to be unsolvable. The pieces pierce your fingers as you hold them, but you can't let it slip or what you could have known will be lost forever. You hold tight even as others fall before your eyes, see yourself reflected in surfaces and edges, in the puzzle, there is pain. In the pain, there is a question. In the question is an answer. And it's written in a tattered journal beside the name Eleanor Kostansky. This is entry five regarding my efforts to translate the Ellis fragments, a collection of prehistoric, I mean, Antilucan artifacts found at a site which has yet to be disclosed to me. As stated in prior records, they are a set of 369 fragments of stonework bearing markings in growth. While I am not, as I have stressed multiple times, an archaeologist, Professor Howard has insisted that I spearhead this project personally citing it as a chance to prove my mettle and earn more trust, given my uh, tumultuous entrance into the esoteric order, though I doubt it'll make much difference. On a somewhat unprofessional tangent, it is very difficult to get much substantial work done. Even without interruption from the professor or snide comments from his lapdog Desmond, I'm left restless. And it's not because the work is boring. Even if it is tiresome and tedious, there is a moment of pure joy when I manage to wrestle knowledge from these lithic remains. I've managed to decipher 78 new Vrothi words since I was brought here. The restlessness comes in those quiet moments. When it's just me sitting and staring for too long, the absence sinks in like a knife right into my heart, and I'm left aching, wondering if... <sighs> Even this. This is wrong. It's not the same. You're not Webster. <sighs> I hate this. I hate this so much. I want to just cry and break this stupid machine. I miss Mickey and Blake and Gordon and... <sighs> The reason I hate when it's quiet here is because I can still hear them. I hear Blake and Mickey bickering back and forth, Gordon sitting in the corner, sighing loudly and trying to calm them both down, and hearing that over and over, day after day, I just want to. No. Eleanor, stop. You're doing this for them. You're doing this so they can be safe. As long as you're here, it's all worth it. They are worth it. <clears throat> as I was saying before my digression, the Ellis fragments have actually yielded a surprising amount of insight into areas of the Roth language previously unexplored. It provides a 
Ah, Miss Kostansky. So glad to see your hard work. It's not as though I have much else to do. Eleanor, I understand there's been bad blood between us. That's no reason to lie. You are free to explore most levels of this facility, and you're allowed to go to the surface with an escort, of course. The garden is quite lovely, in fact. They just planted some- That's not what I mean, and you know it, Professor. I don't care how large of a cage you give me, it's still a cage. I hate to sound like some trite poet, Eleanor, but we are, each and every one of us, locked in some form of cage. And this is one of your own making, remember? Or should I go visit your detective friend? No! I'm here, aren't I? Please, leave Blake and Mickey alone. Yes, of course. You have honored your end of the bargain. I will certainly keep mine, so long as they both avoid further intrusion. <sighs> Eleanor, I didn't come here to make things more tense. Honestly, I was hoping to do the opposite. And how exactly do you plan on doing that? Bye. Thanking you for your hard work, for starters. I know I have been testing you since you came here to help us on the magnum opus, and the work has not always been in your purview, or particularly engaging. I seem to remember making those points to you. But it is vital work, and you're doing it so well. Honestly, Eleanor, I would trade half the order for just one more of you. We would be so much further along. And yet you tried to kill me. Yes, I did. And I will admit it here and now. That was a mistake. <laughs> a mistake because you didn't succeed? Or because you should never have tried? The latter. I've always enjoyed working with you. You have a wit and ease about you that is comforting. Your ability to translate and comb research material is second to none. Even I am unable to copy the sheer raw work that you produce. But I kept this from you. I thought that you were too young, insecure to appreciate our work. That the choices we make might break you, might jeopardize the magnum opus. And then someone convinced me that if you could not serve us in life, it would be better to have you serve it in death. And that would be Desmond? That... that weasel-faced bastard? <laughs> yes, Desmond persuaded me that he was a better fit as my research assistant and aide-de-camp. He said that it would be best to use you in a ritual he uncovered. One to expand my knowledge with hidden secrets from the origin. And instead, you died. Yes. And that was my punishment for my error. I now see that I underestimated you, Eleanor. I thought you were a child. I assumed that you would break under the weight of the truth. But no. I think you have only grown stronger under its burden. And I promise you, Miss Kostansky, I will never underestimate you again. That's flattering, I suppose. Speaking of... How goes the work on the Ellis Fragments? I've enjoyed your preliminary findings, but it's been a while since your last update. 
I was actually just taking some audio notes. I'll transcribe them later. Basically, I've managed to piece together a rough, growthy cosmic model. I do wish you would stop calling it that. What? Vroth. But that's what it's called. Yes, but it's an antiquated term. Vroth is something of the past, but brought forward to today? It is alive and powerful. It is Vox Progenitor. Well, be that as it may, this would still be Vrothy. It is their model, after all. Very well, very well. Now, what did you find? I found that the Order's name for the Void Sea might actually be more apt than I initially thought. The fragments depict three levels of reality, or perhaps existence would be a more appropriate term. I'm afraid that's not very useful, Eleanor. We are already well aware there are many more than three planes of existence. That's how Chagaram's power works, by drawing an alternate self and using them as a vessel. No, I'm not talking about our universe. Here. This point at the center is the origin, or the void sea, or whatever you want to call it. And these, each of these lines radiating outwards, each line is another world. Our world, or worlds. Our universe and the infinite permutations of it that exist. The Ellis fragments call it the Mirror Forest. No doubt the feeble attempts at some anti-Lucan shaman to try and explain the concept of parallel worlds. An endless array of slightly shifted mirrors. Huh. I think that could make a very good name. The Mirror Forest? What? No, no, no. That's far too flowery. But Array. That has a ring to it. The Terrestrial Array? No. The Infinite Array. Maybe. The Mundane Array? Yes. I think that has the right ring to it. Just descriptive enough. An expansive ordering of worlds, all flawed and imperfect. <laughs> Is something funny? Oh, I just... It's a fun play on words, since mundane comes from Latin mundus, which means world, so it's a world array, and it's... Uh, sorry, it's not that funny. No, it's quite clever. I miss the way things used to be between us, Eleanor. Sometimes. I do too. But then I think that maybe I didn't ever really know who you were. In some ways, that's true. And I don't expect you to forgive me, but I do hope that before the end, I can show you that every vile act I have undertaken has been for the most noble cause. Do you think that's enough? Meaning the best, and doing the, the things that you've done. We're getting off topic, Miss Kostansky. Please, let's keep our conversation focused on your research. Right. Yes, of course. Uh, well, as we discussed, there's the Void Sea, the origin from which all these individual worlds radiate, forming the Mere Forest, or I suppose the uh, Mundane Array. And then... There is this. 
a larger circle, something that encapsulates all worlds. I believe it's more than that, Professor. Now, I've done my best to assemble the fragments. I've taken great care with them, and with the, frankly, meager context you've given me, I'd say my confidence in this next finding is about 25%. There's no need for dramatics, Eleanor. Just tell me what you have found. Just as all the world lines start at the origin, they end in this circle, but the descriptions feel different. Here, in these shards, there's one passage that is fairly legible. Our hopes and fears come from the dream horizon, meeting us in the mirror forest. And just what is this dream horizon? I think the dream horizon is, uh, cosmologically speaking, what waits beyond our world. So, this circle, then? Yes, and I have a theory. More of a hunch, I suppose. Tell me. Based on several of the words I see used in conjunction with the dream horizon... I think that maybe it just might be... Professor Howard, I know you're busy with... her, but I'm afraid we have a situation on our hands. Desmond, I am very busy right now. Shouldn't you be looking after the outsider? Mr. Desmond, where are we? Oh, hi there, Professor. And hello to you too, my dear. This is certainly a surprise. Desmond, is there a reason both... Of you are here right now? Professor Howard, who is this? This doesn't concern you, Eleanor. Shouldn't you be focusing on your little rock collection here? Mr. Ayer, I gave you very clear instructions to watch our young charge. Are you so inept that you can't even babysit? Hey, I am not a baby. Professor, I understand and normally I would never dream of disobeying you, but while you are away, I... Out with it, man. Say something before I She's thro- collapsed, sir. The diviner, I mean. Excuse me. Desmond and I must go. Eleanor, please keep an eye on her. Wait, but what's... Uh, okay, never mind then. Um, he- hello there. Uh, I'm Eleanor. What's your name? Hi, Miss Eleanor. My name's Millie Shepherd, but my mom and pa call me Millie. It's lovely to meet you, Millie. That's such a pretty name. Oh, shucks. Um, I don't mean to be rude, miss, but what happened to your finger? Oh, uh, that? I, um, I had a small accident. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Does it hurt? No, not much. Not anymore. Say, what are you doing here? Do you work with August, too? Oh, um, sort of. I was working for him, and then we had a falling out. Uh, but now I'm back. Are you... Do your mother or father work here? <laughs> Ma and Pa? Lord, no. Ma Pa's a preacher. He's, uh, not much for book learning. Unless it's good book learning. Then what are you doing here? You're not being held here, are you? Held here? No, miss. August and the others took me in. I ran away from home, and they took me in, brought me new clothes... Feed me and help me. Help you what? With my, uh, well, I don't know if I should say. It's okay, Millie. I I work with Professor Howard. I mean, August. You can tell me. Okay. August has been helping me learn to control my gift. Your gift? What kind of gift? I'm not really supposed to do this, but 
You promise you won't tell August? I promise, Millie. This will be a secret, just between us. Okay. I can't do much, but August has been helping me practice using something called meditation. Meditation? Yes, miss. Turns out that's just fancy words for shutting your eyes and saying something a bunch. No, I'm not... (sighs) Never mind. Why does the professor have you meditating? So I can control myself. Here. A gentle summer breeze set my heart at ease. A gentle summer breeze set my heart at ease. A gentle yeto breeze set Orma Anava at ease. Mahale yeto breeze, Marma Orma Anava at ease. Mahale yeto afe, Marma Orma Anava kai sahara. Mahale yeto afe, Marma Orma Anava kai sahara. Oh my god, that was Roth, you're speaking Roth and apparently levitating now. Um, Millie, how do you- Iris, or Hickstreet, focus about spring- Millie, Millie, are you okay? I'm so sorry. I didn't know. It's to... okay, Miss Eleanor. Nothing hurt but my pride. And my tailbone, huh? How are you able to speak Roth fluently? Who taught you? Oh, uh, nobody taught me. Sometimes I just speak and... Alright, that's enough dawdling. We have to get back to your lesson, so come along now. Excuse me. Millie and I were having a conversation. And I'm sure you love having someone on your intellectual level, but I don't have time for this. What is your problem? I've done nothing to you. Humility, go run along back to your room. Miss Kostansky and I need to have a quick chat. But... I said, go back to your room. Uh, okay. Sure. It was nice to meet you, Miss Eleanor. Finally. A moment without that brat. Now, what was your pointless question again? Why do you hate me? Why did you convince August to sacrifice me? (laughs) Hate you? Oh, you'd have to matter for me to hate you. Initially, you were just a name, a vague shape that was in my way, and I was able to show the professor that my merits outweighed yours. Oh, really? Because we just had a chat and he didn't seem so sure of your argument anymore. The professor, like all humans, is unfortunately, susceptible to the grip of sentiment. Do you know why he chose you? Why he was so reluctant to sacrifice you? Because I'm a gifted scholar? (sighs) How much do you know about Professor Howard's past? Why? What does that have to do with this? Everything, you dullard. If you want to understand anything about that man, you have to know his past. Well, what is it? Tell me. I'm not your tutor. I've only got one brainless twit to instruct. But if I may offer some friendly advice. Keep your head down. Do what the professor asks, but do it just well enough. The less you do, the less capable you are. The less you will see. And the less you will tread on my toes. Understood? I'm not afraid of you. I face things far worse than you. Oh, Eleanor. Sweet, simple Eleanor. You haven't done anything of the kind. But I'm sure you'll figure that out if you keep being a pest. Speaking of pests, I have to go and watch after mine before the professor gets back. Ta-ra! What an absolute asshole. I guess I better pick up all these pages before the professor gets back, not Webster.
I can't believe that insufferable jerk. And the way he talks about that sweet girl. I hope I get to see Millie again. She seems so sweet and I'm scared for her. Professor Howard and these others, they're dangerous. They took her in for a reason. And I'm afraid to find out what it is. Maybe I could convince August to let me be her teacher instead of that British bastard. I'd love to see the look on his stupid- My apologies for the abrupt exit, Eleanor. We had a bit of a crisis, but it's resolved for, for now. I'm glad. Professor, what is the diviner? Eleanor, I'm sure you can appreciate that. I cannot tell you every- Does it have something to do with Millie? Who? Oh, the outsider. The Diviner and the Outsider are two separate projects of research. The Outsider? Professor... August, she's a young woman. She is a young woman who atomized a city policeman with the power of the origin. We have only begun to scratch the surface of her power to understand the nature of her gift. But she's a person. Perhaps, but we need her to be more than a person. We need her to help us reach the conclusion of the opus. And yet you trust her with Desmond? The same way you trusted his advice about me. Mr. Eyre has struggled with his role regarding the outsider, but has slowly come to accept his purpose. Let me take care of her then. I'll do that and work on the Ellis Fragments. Absolutely not. But you said it yourself. I'm doing well. You can trust me with more. Even if I felt like reorganizing our plans for the outsider, which I do not, I have another task for you already. A more important one. I find that hard to believe, August. Oh? And why is that? Oh, um, I just... I mean because she seems so clever. And she's a sweet, naive girl, August. She deserves better than Desmond. We all deserve better. That's what this is all about. But until then, Desmond will work with the Outsider while you work with the Diviner. Ah, that should be her. Gentlemen, carry her in here. Please, do be careful. August, why are you bringing a bound, unconscious woman into my room? And what is wrong with these two? Set up the cot there. Now, gently, gently. Good. Now leave us. Professor, you're scaring me. I need you to explain this to me right now. Hmm? Oh, sorry. To answer your second question first, you needn't concern yourself with them. They're repurposed research. What is that supposed to mean? We didn't test the rights of Chargaram on ourselves first. We found others. Drifters, vagrants, and other trash. Our hope was to expand human consciousness. Instead, we drove them mad. You put too many voices into one body. Yes. It made them frantic and hostile, so one of our compatriots tested another experiment. A surgical process to implant... a controller of sorts? It renders them subservient and programmable. That's... that's horrible. The damage was done, sadly. This at least gives them purpose. And her? Oh yes, I suppose this will be your first time meeting. Eleanor, I would like to introduce you to my wife, Daphne. Your wife? 
August, are you experimenting on your wife? I think that's an unfair characterization. I simply doubted she had an ability, and after her interference, the order brought her here. I've done my best to see that she is safe and cared for, but... But what? Daphne's mistrust of the order, of me, has only grown since she was brought here. That's usually the case when you hold someone prisoner. Those ropes are there for her safety. As her compulsion grows stronger and stronger, she is more and more of a danger to herself subconsciously. And she aggravates the issue, taking more drastic measures to defy us. She has stopped eating outright. She has not slept in 72 hours. August, you can't do this. I, I can't do this. This is... You will tend to her. Care for her. Perhaps your unique status here will help. You're asking me to take care of your wife, the woman who thought we were having an affair, while you are kidnapping her. I know it's not ideal, but we weren't having an affair. And I'm not kidnapping her. I just... I need her. I need her to see why this all matters. Despite appearances, the order is not as monolithic as it might appear. There are multiple factions, each with their own ideas and loyalties. Most of them are fairly benign, well-meaning simpletons who think that they know the right way to complete the magnum opus. But others? I am not a pious man, Eleanor, but they are the closest things to heretics I believe in. Ones who see our goal and forsake it for their own ends. And if they should succeed, we would all suffer for their gain. But if we can snatch victory from fools and fiends, everyone will prosper. Do you think you can? That you can win? We have to, Eleanor. I have to. Otherwise, every horrible thing I've done has been for nothing. Nobody asked you for this, August. No, they didn't. But they will thank me when I am finished. <sighs> I should go. I think it would be better for a mood if I'm not here. Try and get her to eat something. Please? Yes, Professor. Okay, let's at least get these ropes off. Uh, where am I? Who, who are you? Untie me this instant! Wait, hold on. Please stop thrashing. I'm trying to... Ow! Mrs. Howard, please. I swear, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm trying to untie you. You are? Yes. That really hurt. I think you gave me a black eye. Release me, and I might consider saying sorry. They really made these knots tight. Have they been keeping you like this? No. My arms and legs were free before I passed out. So they tied you up to... carry your unconscious body? That seems a little strange. 
Are you almost done back there? Uh, say, what was your name again? Eleanor. Uh, come again. My name is Eleanor. Oh. The assistant. <laughs> that would be me. Finally. How are your wrists? They look pretty rough. Uh, wait, are those marks on your arms? I I'm fine, thank you. Right, sorry. You said they before. I said what? Uh, before. You asked me if they tied my arms and legs together, uh, implying you are separate. Are you not a part of August Cray's plan? No. Well, not by choice. Um, Mrs. Howard, your hand is twitching a lot. Are you sure everything is fine? I I'm I'm fine. It it's it's nothing, really. I just I'm Your husband mentioned they were keeping you here because of some ability. What is it? Uh, my ability, hmm? For someone who is who is trying very hard to distance herself from these sadists. You certainly do share some similarities. I am nothing like August. Then prove it. How? What do you want me to say? There's nobody to corroborate my story here. I gave up my freedom to protect everyone I love. Wait. Blake! You mean Mr. Skye? Yes. I know it was you who hired Blake. Yes, well, so did my husband. Sorry to burst your bubble. Um... He he went to your house. He visited you, and you lied to him. When he called you on it, you paid him off and told him to stop looking for his sake. I wish he had listened. Mrs. Howard, Daphne, I'm not a member of the Order. I came here as collateral to keep Blake and our friend Mickey alive. Fine. Fine, I believe you. For now. Uh, is there something I can do? You look like you're about to pass out. Uh, again. Just... Just give me that notepad on the desk. And the pen. Um, sure. Uh, here. <sighs> oh, God. I haven't drawn in so long. It's just been building up in me. Daphne, how long has it been like this? I've done sketches since I was a little girl. Painting as well. Mostly oils, some watercolors. But when I was brought here... August told me... told me that there had been messages hidden in them. Secrets. And that they were using them for their goals. So I tried to stop myself. But the urge to draw, it just got worse. I'd set to do some idle task and start forming shapes. I stopped eating when I recognized patterns in my food. Then I realized that, even when I was asleep, the urge was there. How do you know that? because I woke up with these marks on my arms. Apparently, I put them there with my fingernails. That's horrible. Just like Guy Marteau. Uh, who? N nothing. Never mind. You said that your art has messages hidden in it. Does this sketch have something hidden? Probably. It's most often hidden in the symbols of the painting. Iconography encoding meaning. God, I feel like a weight was just taken off my chest. It's very good. Uh, thank you, I suppose. It's not my normal style. 
When the compulsion builds up like that, it's more like something is being pushed through my art. Is it normally still life? Uh, it varies. A broken knife and a shield with a crack in it. What could it mean? I've seen that shield before. When? It was a prior piece. I painted a knight. Right before I hired Mr. Sky. So the shield is Blake. Then the crack must mean he's in trouble. Then the dagger's in even worse shape, whoever that's meant to be. Oh, no. Hmm? No. No, no. This can't be right. August said they would be okay. He swore to me that if I came here, they would be safe. Tell me this isn't true. Tell me this is a sick joke. Eleanor, I, I'm afraid that my ability has only grown more accurate as time has gone on. Mickey, oh god, no. I'm sorry for your loss. But that means Blake is still alive. Blake, Blake can't die. He's, he's cursed with some spell that brings him back, but he'll lose control of himself. Then I suppose you have two options, Eleanor. And they are? There's a safe option. You accept your fate here and fill the role August has set aside for you. You tend to me like some sort of pet... And you deliver my work to August. What's the other option? The dangerous option. You and I work together. I give in to my compulsion, and you hide my real works, replacing them with decoys, which will lead August and his cronies nowhere. Neither of us lets on that we know a thing about Blake or your friend. All the while, we plan an escape. It's not going to be that easy. If they find out, they will kill me, and you will... You'll never do anything but paint prophecy again. Eleanor, if we don't do this, August is going to use us in this... This quest of his. He's going to hurt more people in the name of someone I loved. Very much. And I will not have him destroy her memory like that. Are you going to help me? You better get busy. You're going to have to make another sketch very quickly.